coming up on Ministry in the Marketplace. Beautiful story. How a banana seller hawking his fruit from door to door, village to village, was converted by the power of the gospel. Ministry in the Marketplace. Times are changing for believers. A new day, a new paradigm is dawning for Christians in the United States. The political and social scenes are shifting. Persecution looms ominously on the horizon. Political correctness overshadows truth. Compromise is preferred to conviction. Truth is blurred, vision declines, and individual liberty evaporates. Is the future all gloom and doom? Does this spell the end of the church? Of course not. We serve a mighty God. His light has always shined brighter in the darkness. But it is a time to take a stand, to reflect Jesus Christ, and to make a difference. Where we live, where we work, in the marketplace. This is Ministry in the Marketplace. Real people, real lives, making real impact for the kingdom of God. And here with today's Ministry in the Marketplace is Reverend Richard Hamlet. Welcome to today's program, dear friends. Here we are in the corporate headquarters of Global Ministries Fellowship, and our prayer today is that as you hear the Word of God and you listen in and come up close today, that God will enlarge your sphere of influence and where He has you within the markets in your own life. I want to read a passage of Scripture from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 9, verses 35 through 36. The Bible says, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Well, when we talk about ministry in the markets, And we want to see how the Lord Jesus lived his life here on earth during his time of public ministry. This is a great passage for us to consider. And there's actually three things that really pop up out of these verses that I want to share with you today. And I pray that they will become incarnational in your life. That is, that the Word of God may truly become flesh in you, and that you may today go deeper in your walk in your ministry, wherever God has placed you in the markets. We see, first of all, that Jesus went about teaching in the synagogues. I want you to notice that when our Lord was here on earth, that he was a one of instruction. Wherever Jesus went, he had a word of instruction. Now, he was in the synagogues here, which would be like our formal worship center or our cathedrals, traditional churches. And we do thank God for those places of instruction. But if you look at the life of Jesus, that, the minority of his time was spent in formal teaching. He did not go to the, the University of the Middle East. Jesus was teaching all along the road, whether he was in Jerusalem, Judea, or Samaria, or in Galilee. A few chapters before here, he was on the mountainside teaching one of the greatest sermons ever preached or taught, the Sermon on the Mount. Now, I spend a lot of my times in airports, hotels, and in cabs with my international travel and travel and ministry around the United States. And so I can identify with these teaching-type moments, and I'm hoping that you can too today. Just last week, I was in Florida, and I was in a cab traveling across the I-4 corridor between Tampa and Orlando. 
and had some very interesting conversations with some cab drivers. And the teaching moments that God placed in my lap while I was in between assignments, I thought, was something that really opened my eyes to see how those in the markets today, those in the world today, in our society, who would never darken the door of a church building or religious institution— how they are just yearning to have the instruction, the enlightenment, a word of God in truth. You know, today, wherever God has you, you may be a senior citizen, and you may say, Richard, there's no place really that God has me that I can be of instruction. I want to challenge you today that I want you to look around, look at your neighborhood, look at those you play cards with, look at those that you socialize with, look at all those around you. Surely there's a place and a person where God wants to use you. I'm not talking about preaching a sermon. I'm not talking about giving some formal lesson or homily. I'm talking about doing like Jesus, your Lord, did when he went about in the marketplaces, in the cities, as the Scripture said, in the villages. Jesus was the Word of God, and so God's Word in you can be a blessing through you to someone else. And then secondly, we see not only instruction in his teaching, but we see proclamation. We see that Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom. There are many today that evaluate preaching and say, well, in the 21st century church or in today's marketplace, there's no place for proclamation or being preachy. Well, we're not talking about being preachy here. We're not talking about condescending on someone, if that's the view of preaching. We're talking about proclamation. And proclamation is when Jesus Christ preached the gospel of the kingdom to those that he met along the highway and the byways, those he met in the marketplace, those he met in those places of society where many times the religious people never went. And so when Jesus preached the gospel of the kingdom, what he was doing was simply this. He was preaching or proclaiming the good news of salvation that is available to anybody, anytime, anywhere in this world. We talk about the markets, and again, this this program is entitled Ministry in the Marketplace. The reason why we chose that is because, you know, the markets never sleep. The markets are 24-7 around our world. When the sun goes down on one continent, it rises on another. And we're not just talking about the financial markets or the cultural markets or the educational markets, or we could go on and on, the recreational markets. Really, what we're talking about is what Jesus was emphasizing here. Are you listening today, friend? The market for souls. There are souls every day that we encounter wherever we are, wherever God has placed us, wherever we can be salt and light, and there are those that really are wanting to hear from us the good news of salvation through Jesus Christ. Now, some of our listeners today, you may not be one of great oratory. Well, let me tell you something. God uses even many times the few words that any of us can share, or maybe a gospel track or literature, or maybe some type of scriptural booklet. You can hand that out to someone And you can engage in a gospel conversation. You see, Jesus was one who always colored outside the box of religion. Jesus came into this world not to give us another religion, but to give us the way to God himself. 
And Christianity in the markets is not about religion or external ceremonies or observances. It is primarily about having a personal relationship with God in heaven through His Son, the living Christ Jesus. And so nothing really has changed in our markets today from when Jesus here walked and taught and preached during His time in Jerusalem and the Middle East. The only thing that's changed is the context And the context will be different in every generation. But listen, the message of the gospel is the same. The message for the markets is that Jesus Christ is the answer for every person, their hope in this life and their hope in the next. And then the last thing that he brings up here that's an observation is intercession. And I don't want to minimize this. He talks about that he went about healing sicknesses and disease among the people. I want to share with you today that there's been much talk in the markets and society and even Christendom about healing and about sickness. Well, I want to share with you this truth today. God has never given me the gift of healing where I can go out and touch someone in the name of Jesus and make them physically whole. I know others claim to have that, and that's between them and God. But let me share this with you. In healing, Jesus was being an intercessor. He was being an advocate with those who had needs, real needs, not just felt needs, but real spiritual and physical needs. And Jesus, as the great physician, was able to heal them. Well, how does that apply to you and I today? How can we be ministers in the market and intercede if we can't heal? Well, two ways. We can pray for those around us who need healing of their soul and body. And we can also give an encouraging word and, again, point those who need a physician, a spiritual physician, to the great physician, Jesus Christ. And as we've traveled uh, these many countries over the last several years in international ministry, this is one thing that has become apparent. There are those who have needs in every culture, every context. There are material, physical, and spiritual needs. But I want to tell you the answer to anyone, anywhere, any time of any generation is Jesus Christ wants to be that person's sufficiency in this world. And so today, I want to challenge you as we finish this inspirational time in the Scripture, how many opportunities are you looking for along the path that you travel for you to be used of God as a minister in the markets? God bless you today. You're listening to Ministry in the Marketplace. Coming up next, we'll travel to Hyderabad, India, and meet a man who is teaching others to share their faith in the marketplaces of India. That's next on Ministry in the Marketplace. Ministry in the Marketplace, brought to you by Global Ministries Fellowship. What is Ministry in the Marketplace? In some ways, the answer is self-explanatory, but defining the concept is essential to effective and efficient ministry. At GMF, we define it as a holistic approach to meeting people in the workplace, where they are, and guiding them to Jesus Christ. It's also encouraging them in their ongoing relationship with Him. We want our colleagues to know Christ personally, not to simply know more about Him. Someone has said, Marketplace Ministry is the army deployed by God in the spiritual war zone of the workplace. But this is a different kind of army. This army fights with spiritual weapons, and that's not hitting people over the head with the Bible. Remember, Jesus is described as a lion, a lamb, and a dove. We are to be as bold as lions concerning truth. 
as meek as lambs concerning our rights, and gentle as doves in sharing and relating to people at our work. Learn more about ministry in the marketplace at gmfonline.org. That's gmfonline.org. This is Ministry in the Marketplace. Our Real Time in the Marketplace segment takes a look at how God is using men and women around the world who step out of the box, courageously stand on God's Word, reflect God's light, and apply their faith to their own unique marketplace. Today you'll meet from New Delhi, India, Edgar Sathyalori of Native Ministries. Edgar Sathyalori has a ministry model which exemplifies the approach taken by the Apostle Paul during his missionary journeys. Edgar's ministry is where first century Christianity meets 21st century marketplace. Edgar Sathyalari knows what it means to make disciples. He's been doing it in India most of his adult life. After watching his mother Grace meet with and minister to hundreds of women throughout his childhood, Edgar followed his mother's lead and began equipping faithful men and women. This is Edgar Sathyalari in New Delhi. And friends of mine, Reverend Richard Hamlet and Ginger Hamlet are with me. We just concluded a wonderful conference uh, in New Delhi uh, with 180 pastors and 20 women. It was a four-day conference where God really blessed many people from six states. Native Ministries that I represent stands for National Training Institute for Village Evangelism. And it is a disciple-making ministry and also soul-winning and church-planting. I just want to share about what Christ is doing in the villages where the gospel was never shared. You see, native plants churches in churches' villages and trains village people because 72% of the population of India, that is 1.28 billion, live in the villages. Here is a beautiful story. How a banana seller hawking his fruit from door-to-door, village-to-village, was converted by the power of the gospel, ministry in the marketplace. One of our men that I discipled had gone on to win souls, and he has targeted this young fellow called Raju. Another disciple maker is Johan. He had become a pastor. He started a church in Patikonda. But he had a desire, and he felt led by the Spirit of God to share the gospel with this young man. Raju was so disappointed in his life. He tried many things. Even this fruit selling business was not working. He was not able to support his family. And uh, he was lonely. He was hoping there will be big breakthrough in his life. But nothing worked. At that time, Johan went and shared the gospel with him. But it took three or four attempts of continuously sharing and spending time with him and selling the fruit along with that guy. He became a marketeer in the sense to so the ministry of the gospel can also take root in the heart of Raju. Sure enough, one day, the Spirit of God regenerated Raju's spirit and he became a born-again Christian. And after that, Raju came to the house of Pastor Johan and said, Pastor, I want to know more about this Jesus. I want to know who my God, who is my Savior, is all about. And I want to tell my people, my family, my friends, my brother is a drunkard. My family doesn't know about Christ. They never heard him. 
And so Pastor Johan was then starting a discipleship school for one month. And so he enrolled him for one month as a living disciple along with 30 others. Raju was trained. And he came out with joy of the Lord and desiring to share the gospel. He learned intercessory prayer and how to fast and pray for souls and pray with tears. And sure enough, God anointed this young man. He went to his own home and house and village and began to share the gospel. The Lord blessed his efforts and the church started in a village called Hosu. And thereafter, another church, and thereafter another church, he sent two men, his own brother who was a drunkard earlier, on the verge of death. And when Raju confronted him on the deathbed and he said, God has a plan for you. Repent and believe in the gospel. God may have mercy on you. Otherwise, you will go to eternal lake of fire. That pricked Anand so badly that he was converted right there. And now he himself is a pastor sent by Raju and the church at Hosur to plant a church in Judea, what we call from Jerusalem to Judea or Samaria. So the gospel is multiplying and God is amazingly saving souls. Now Raju did not forget that opportunity of market evangelism or ministry in the market. He has gone forth to share the gospel to other hawkers as well. And there are a few in the church who came to Christ through the ministry in the market. To God be the glory. This is Ministry in the Marketplace. In some areas of the world, the marketplace is not a pleasant place. Can you imagine your mother, wife, or daughter laboring barefoot from sunup to sundown in a field under the blazing summer sun for most of her adult life? And all for less than $2 a day? Well, it happens to women in rural India all the time. Coming up, we'll hear what Native Ministries is doing to help. Evangelizing, equipping, empowering. It's the heartbeat of every endeavor GMF undertakes. One of GMF's strategies is to invest in real estate that provides safe, sanitary, affordable housing for low to moderate income people. Both social and spiritual services are extended to these communities. GMF provides empowerment rather than entitlement. Empowerment grows out of being adequately equipped with skills to break the generational cycle of poverty. GMF provides job training, after-school child services, dental and medical clinics, plus education for computer literacy, housekeeping, personal finance, as well as opportunities for spiritual growth. These services are provided at no cost to the residents and are completely voluntary. To learn how Global Ministries Fellowship is evangelizing, equipping, and empowering, visit gmfonline.org. That's gmfonline.org. This is Ministry in the Marketplace. The writer Saeed Aman Ahmad once wrote, We abuse only mothers and sisters or wives, and never anything else. Unfortunately, 
That statement reflects reality for many marginalized women of the lower castes in India. Many continue to struggle and suffer under laws and restrictions against women. Normally seen as lower than men, women are often subjected to abuse and neglect. Native Ministries in Hyderabad, India, exist to help such women. Edgar Sathyalori, founder of Native, targets the villages of India where 73% of the population lives. Generation after generation, most village women spend their life trapped laboring in the fields under the hot Indian sun and sweltering humidity. Native empowers women with the freedom to change their economic circumstances through Grace Vocational Training Center with sewing skills. Each woman that completes the class receives a sewing machine and can use her skills to then make a living. Already as an additional blessing, Native has seen over 167 women trust the Lord through this program. Native also equips women with biblical teaching during the annual Grace Satyalari Conference for Women. This four-day conference equips women to faithfully walk with Jesus. Native evangelizes through the biblical strategy of discipleship and church planting based on 2 Timothy 2.2. As Paul says to Timothy, The things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust these to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. The village ladies are trained to do just this. Many now have children and grandchildren in the faith as a result of their training and courageous commitment to God in a country where their faith could literally cost them their life. Native ministry sees God moving in the lives of oppressed women. And we trust that God will continue to do a mighty work with our brothers and sisters in Christ in India. Please join with us in prayer for India and our partners at Native. This is Ministry in the Marketplace. And now with today's wrap up is Reverend Richard Hamlet of Global Ministries Fellowship. Well, as we begin to wrap up today's program, a few closing reflections, and then I want to pray for you. But we saw today how Jesus had a very holistic ministry, how that he taught, he preached, he healed. And, you know, you may be challenged like I am. Sometimes when we read the gospel narratives, wow, wouldn't it have been wonderful to have been alive when Jesus was? I mean, wouldn't that have been great to be one of those 12 disciples or even the larger group than the inner core and just see the miracles and hear the teaching, God incarnate, the Son of God? Well, sometimes I think we're tempted to think that way and say, oh, 2,000 years later, this is a different time. Well, I want to encourage you today because when Jesus left this world, he gave us his spirit. He gave us himself, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Christ, and for every born-again believer who's listening, the Spirit of Jesus lives in you. And, you know, it's impossible to live the Christian life. It's impossible to follow Jesus unless we have Jesus living in us. There's no way that any of us can be ministers in the marketplace, wherever we are, whatever we do, unless Christ is living in us. Do you remember what John the Baptist said? He said, he, that is Jesus, must increase but I, John the Baptist, must decrease. Now, that is a wonderful prayer for you and I to have as we consider the assignments that God has given us in our daily activities. Sometimes people will say, well, oh, to be a servant of Christ, 
to be a missionary of Christ. I need to go around the world. Well, God hasn't called me to some other country, so therefore I don't need to be his witness. Oh, dear friend, you realize that being a witness here in your home, in your neighborhood, in your workplace, in your uh, community, that you are just as much a ambassador or witness for Christ or really a missionary for Christ than someone who's around the world living within another culture and learning another language. And you have the advantage of not having to learn that other language or adapting that culture. Today, let me encourage you that the same Jesus that we read about today in the gospel and we shared about his preaching and teaching and healing ministry, that through Christ living in you today, you can be his agent and you can minister to someone else in need. Let me pray for you as we conclude. Father in heaven, would you now overwhelm our friends who are listening by radio today? God, would you now undergird them? Would you, Father, fill them with your love? And Lord, I pray that they would be raised up to be champions for Christ, whether they are young or old whether they are religious, Lord, in their background or not. I pray that everyone, through a personal relationship with Christ, by His grace, for His glory, would be your minister in their markets. In Jesus' name, amen. We thank you for listening to Ministry in the Marketplace, brought to you by Global Ministries Fellowship. The goal of this program is to encourage creative ways to advance the gospel and reach the lost through non-traditional means. In reflecting upon Jesus' example, here are some action steps you can take. Ask God to help you see those in your marketplace with His heart of compassion. Share Jesus as you go about your daily life. Share what you know. You're only responsible to be a witness of Jesus in your life. Stand firm on biblical standards and principles. Live your faith and convictions without compromise. Share in the marketplace without being preachy. And be creative. Color outside the box, yet within the parameters of God's Word. Maybe you've discovered ways of sharing your faith that you'd like to share with us. If so, our email address is info at gmfonline.org. If you're on Twitter, you can follow Richard Hamlet there. His Twitter handle is at Richard Hamlet. And of course, we still receive snail mail at Global Ministries Fellowship. The address is 65 Germantown Court, Suite 409, Cordova, Tennessee, 38018. Ministry in the Marketplace is produced by Rick Tarrant Productions in conjunction with Bot Radio Memphis. We hope you'll join us again next week when Richard Hamlet and Global Ministries Fellowship brings you another edition of Ministry in the Marketplace. <laughs>